episode 94. Yeah, how's your, how's your uh, microphone set up over there? I'm digging it. Yeah? Yeah, this is... Did you finally figure it out? It took me a long time. Yeah. I, I will... I'm not kidding in that at least every couple episodes, Chad completely rearranges his microphone to see if it's a better setup. This one, this one's going to stay. Including last episode, you dropped your microphone straight on the floor. <laughs> and I think that that's what inspired moving everything around again. And this one might stay. This one really might stay. The next, the next time we get a new setup. It better be a studio in one of our houses. Yep. And I'm, I'm calling on Joe Rogan to uh, help us out in setting up a studio. Because apparently that guy knows what he's doing. Anybody, anybody. <laughs> well, I'll take. We'll take I'm a not, studio. No, not anybody. Any, oh, not anybody. We're, all right, maybe no. not. Because some people are, they're still schlumps like us and doing it in their kitchen or doing it in a hotel room. This is as yeah, candid. doing it and doing it and doing it round. Oh, I thought you were going doing it and doing it and doing it well, like LL Cool J. Yeah, exactly. Um, Man, that was a good song. It was a good song. Good album. Uh, Candy album. Athletic Training. An album. Yeah, I'm old. I'm oh, old. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yes, you are old. Okay, Candid Athletic Training. How's your week going, Kevin? Fine. It's just fine. It's no, just No fine. complaints. You're traveling this week. You're, I am. I'm going to travel. You're I'm going to head out of the state of Wisconsin. And you're going to work with a client. I am. Good for you. Yeah. I'm almost done with fall baseball. Almost. <laughs> Two more, two more weekends. <laughs> Unless the weather stays okay, <laughs> then you'll just keep having weekends. Yep. Are you Are you heading out to the newer facility? Like yeah, the we old... were there today. Yeah, and we've been there for like the last couple of weeks. Do you go there every day? No. Okay. We uh, we split our week uh, between our old, the old facility. Hank? Yep. Okay. Uh, we use another school facility one time a week and then we go to our new facility so we've got like three different fields we use you're a d1 baseball team right barely wow i mean yes we are yes i think you're the only d1 baseball team in the state we are we are jesus yep going to three different schools to get some some grounders in huh yep get some bp get some flips play a little catch in the outfield our new stadium though is legit really nice legit really nice so I can't complain. You actually you it share us, it. It only took us twelve years to get there. Yeah, Thirteen true. years to get there. But you share it with the world champion Milwaukee Milkmen, right? Independent league team. Yep. Yeah. It's their field. We use it in the spring. Yeah. Congratulations to them and to Miss Allison Hawking, who heck yeah, friend of the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won a championship. That's cool. No matter what level you're at, winning a championship is so much fun. I think a bigger reason that I do this than when I got into the profession. Like, I want to win now. Oh, I mean, other than all the money you Like, make. you get into it, and you're like, I want to help people. But now I'm like, <laughs> let's win. If I'm doing this, if, I'm, if we're all putting this time and effort into this mm-hmm. job, let's yeah. let's win something. Yeah. There's only one thing left to do. That's What's that? Win the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy Blues, right? No, it's what? Major League. 
Oh, that is Major League. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Why did I? Pi- I why did know. I? Why did I picture you, Matt or not Matt Damon? What's that guy's name? James James Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek. Yeah. Um, what? A like given his speech yeah. after no, they speech, kicked the coach out. His speech. No, was, you're right. That's, that's There's pe- only one thing left to do. Yeah. No, no, it's not even the coach. It's the freaking catcher that says that. Yeah, it's Doran. Yeah. Not Doran. It's Jake Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You're thinking you're thinking James Vanderbeek Dave, is Dave's head is exploding right now. <laughs> I know where I was at. You're you're, I you're don't down know. the wrong rabbit hole. Hold here. on, hold on. You're in Oh. Oh, I know. Oh, I got it. All right. We're stalling here. This is this is quality podcast and Kevin's gonna get his drinking his thinking beverage in there. So you good? Probably not. Yeah, that's all right. It's probably so. the it's probably the reason. <laughs> hey, listen, I was not okay with my performance last week, and I was drinking Lacroix. I switched to. Did you listen to last week's episode? I didn't listen to it. I spoke it. Oh, okay. Well, I I usually give it a little whirl. I can't listen to myself twice. Okay. I really can't. So or, one, or once. Going back to last week, we had a really fun top five. We did. We were talking about changing body parts, and I put up the poll, Kevin. Would you rather have extra arms with no hands yeah. or extra hands with no arms? Yeah. <laughs> Which was a great conversation. We got a lot of feedback. Yeah. Um, our friends, our friends Nate and Ed got into a, a nice little debate oh. about what, what would be better. Of course they did. Um, the people voted. 38% agreed with you. Extra arms with no hands. Just the nubs, 38%. Uh, 62% agreed with me. Just forget the uh, forget the arms. Just put the hands right on the torso. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be more beneficial. Uh, I think that's a really fun debate. I'd, I'd like to think about it more. But God, maybe, we're so maybe stupid. Down the road. Yeah. Why, do, that's why does anybody listen to this? Candidate athletic training. <laughs> fun, fun conversations. <sighs> There's a rhyme and a reason for everything. Extra arms without hands. Extra hands without arms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We're gonna have God. a lot more of those conversations. Uh-huh. So, um, you I mean, want... we've had we've had ninety three of them. We're on to the ninety fourth. So, yeah. so you Absolute had something nonsense. you wanted to talk about at oh, the top of the show. Yeah. So, I don't go on the old Twitterverse too often. Um, I mean, I think I've I've talked about it a couple times. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Twitter fan, but I was I think I checked in on our page a couple days ago, and uh, an article that was posted on the BOCATC Twitter page came up, and the literally the the tag was just like athletic trainer saves athlete's life, and so. I thought that, well, I want to know more about that. And, I mean, we have an athletic trainer from Union County, which I think is in South Carolina, um, that was covering a a high school JV football team. And I guess a, a visiting player went down, and she ran out there. Um without even thinking and the other the the home team or whatever I mean the other athletic trainer got out there too apparently they had to do 17 rounds of CPR wow 
along with activating the AED twice. Um, so I'm assuming it said shock, shock now guys, twice, yeah. um, which I think if you've ever been through that situation, I, I don't, um, that's pretty intense. And so uh, to me, I think, and I, I hope I'm not pronouncing your name right, wrong, but Shanna Ramsey from Union County, and then also Jason Curran from Woodruff, I'm assuming Woodruff High School. Um, kudos to you. You saved some lives. And I think if you if you have a chance, read the article. I mean, honestly, as I was reading it, I kept getting goosebumps, totally like tearing up in my eyes of like, I can't believe like what somebody had to go through in order to save somebody's life. And then the bond that was created from that. Um, I think me and you have talked about it. Our very first show was like what like what makes you be an athletic trainer? Mm-hmm. And I think I took I told my story of being day one and having to stabilize somebody and taking them to the hospital and then having like a just creating a little relationship with uh, that athlete and then not only their family, but kind of just having this this thought and these these feelings of I, I can't believe I've impacted somebody's life like that. And I don't know. I just think that in a world right now that is very divided, that is very controversial and everything else, um, that is finding every excuse to call people out for bad things that they've done, and I, I, I don't know, this, this story should be the top news in all of South Carolina. This, t- this story should be the top news in all of athletic training right now. I mean, somebody saved somebody's life. And it was because they were an athletic trainer. So I just think it's really cool. Hey, kudos to them. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. We don't normally do success stories on this no, particular right? episode, but yeah. uh, that's that's worthwhile. Could have that one. Yeah. Holy cow. Nope. Good Good for them. All right. What uh, do you think? Should we get on to the show? Yeah. Let, we have a fun show. Right. A lot of laughs in this one. So yeah, Absolutely. Um, let's, uh, let's do it. Cool. Kevin, let's start with our top five tonight. Okay. We asked 100 athletes, what's the ideal temperature for a cold tub? Oh, my God. Why would you ever ask an athlete that? That is a terrible thing to ask an athlete. Just to see what they would say. All right. Um, This is what they would say. 50 degrees. Wow. Uh, 65. Wow. Cause that's like kind of like oh I like I can get into it but like it's kind of it's kind of cold but it's actually just really comfortable and no like no that's that's cold enough. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna put this out there. It's always too cold. Oh. All right. I think somebody probably said that. Mm-hmm. Then I think there's the athlete that says 40 degrees. Okay. So I have 50, 65, always too cold no matter what it is. Then the extremist with 40 degrees. And then 105 degrees because they wish it was just a hot tub. Mm. All right. <laughs> did I get any? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. You did. Um, we're going to start with the number one answer this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 14 people said, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know how cold it is. I just know I that know. it's cold. I don't know. Yeah, okay. 14 people Sounds were good. like, just, I'm, I have no idea what the, the number says. I just know it, it hurts. Thanks for participating. Um, we had a tie for second and third place. Yeah. 13 votes apiece for 50. Okay. And 55 degrees. Okay. Out of 50. Yep. Yeah. And then we had a tie for fourth and fifth place, nine votes apiece. Yeah. For 40 and the 45. Ooh, I got that 40. You got that 40. So, yeah, so your top four actual numbers were 40, 45, 50, 55. Okay. Um, what do you think about that? It's pretty good. I, I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised that there's no, like, I mean, other than the I don't know. Yep. All of the answers were cold. Reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the cold tub at your establishment of work? What's it set at? What do you guys tr- keep well, it we at? Well, we try. We shoot for fifty five. Yeah. Okay. Our water comes straight from Lake Michigan. Yep. So that it does. there's times where it will go cold, like colder than that, and then there's times where it won't come out very cold at all, and we have to add ice to it. All right. So it's kind of it's it's very hard to to get consistency. But you try to do fifty five. Fifty five is kind of our target number. Do you know why you do fifty five? Uh, because John Oxenwald. Yeah, right. Said so. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, fifty to fifty five. Yeah. I think so, I think my my standard answer to is to any athlete. Well, the research would say any colder, like you're really not getting the therapeutic event like effect and then any warmer than that you're really not getting the therapeutic effect of like vasoconstriction of your blood vessels and i i all of that comes from the idea that i honestly john oxenwald at some point probably said that to me or maybe becky werman like but i have never read any kind of article that has anything to do with temperature of cold tub um, I know there were some out there. All I know is that when I take a cold shower, it feels good. What do you think? Well, you you thought somebody said 105. I did. One I, person I, said I, I figured somebody was going to say I never go in the cold tub. I only go in the hot tub. So 105. Oh, we said uh, we had. Let me see if I can read this here. Two people say I don't use the cold tub. Yeah. Two people said freezing. Well, okay. um, we had two people say they all suck. They all cold suck. tubs all suck. Okay. Um, you suck. I, where no, I you go suck. when I go numb? When I go numb, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't want to know about your drinking habits. Six people, <laughs> six people said very very cold. Very very cold. Or some some version of that. Whatever the athlete, cold. Man. Whatever the athlete trainer says. Okay. Oh, good for them. Gold star for that. Two athlete. people said the colder the better. Oh, there's that forty degree. Another mm-hmm. person said after five minutes I won't be able to tell what's in the water. <laughs> oh, interesting. It's all. And one person said hypothermia. Uh, wow. So okay. okay, how about this? What do you think? If if they gave a specific number. Yeah. What do you think? The coldest number that was given. A specific number. From an athlete. Are they Canadian? 
Oh, that I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I gotta think in Celsius sometimes. Um, I'm gonna say somebody said twenty-one degrees. Somebody said twenty. Oh, negative. Twenty ne- <laughs> negative twenty <laughs> degrees. <laughs> That's the ideal. So I wonder if they just think that. Maybe that's, that's possible. Maybe that was Celsius. Well, that's still not possible. <laughs> yeah. Negative 20 is, um, that's ice. Okay. That's, that's so definitely what, ice. Uh, we had two people say 70 degrees. That's like a bath. That is a bath. Like, so, honestly, right. that is a bath. What's what's the coldest? It's not a bath. I mean, what's the coldest you've seen somebody do? Um... I've stopped people at like 42. Okay. Like, and so I, oh man, I, I was actually just reminiscing about this with somebody else. Um, when I was in the minor leagues and I had just the classic steel tubs, our, our temperature gauge sucked. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. And so we got the laser, like, like temperature Mm -hmm. things. Sure. Oh, I did. And, um, Cause it's fun. I mean, like you literally get you get to shoot a laser at the yeah the tub, and it's I mean guys get a hoot out of it, um, and gals if I had any gals on my team, but I only had guys, and I remember registering distinctly like forty two point three, and because this one gentleman just kept throwing ice in there, and I said, dude, for one, like we need some of the ice for the Powerade because it's 99 degrees outside. Yeah. And then two, any, like I get what you're doing, but honestly, colder doesn't necessarily mean the better. Like once you get to that 50 range, I mean, you're, you're pretty safe of whether or not you're getting the therapeutic event, like effect from it. Um, but that's the coldest that I've allowed somebody in my presence to do. Mm. We used to have an athlete, that um, he he wanted the extremes of everything, and so he would he made his own hot tub and own his own cold tub with these big bins. Um, and the only reason we allowed him to do that is because he's basically a hall of famer and <laughs> can he could do whatever the heck he wanted. Um, but he at one point had a cold tub in the in the thirties and then upper thirties, obviously. And then he had a hot the hot up to like one seventeen. Ooh. And that's scorching. We we were very like I was I was in the room. I mean, cause and I say we because we have a team of athletic trainers at that time. And like, hey, like <laughs> that's I mean, I don't need you passing out. Right? right, like I mean, we're we're cause you're creating how much math? Do the math real quick for me. Yep. What is it? Thirty say thirty eight to one seventeen. Thirty seven to one seventeen. What is it? How many degrees difference? Seventy nine. Seventy nine degrees or eighty. Right. You said if I did thirty seven. No, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Say thirty seven so to one seventeen. Oh, it's eighty. Eighty degrees. Eighty. Um. And it was probably more like 75 degrees difference because I'm sure I'm being a little exaggerating here. Um, I do remember 117 on the hot. Um, 
I was like, I was very, I was a young athletic trainer at the time. And this gentleman was a very highly respected human across baseball. And, um, I was like, Hey, like, that's a really big difference. And anytime you put your body through that much of a change that quickly, like you have a, you have a sincere like risk of like probably passing out like, so, and causing a weird blood pressure change. So, um, just be careful, please. And I'm going to stand right here just in case you've drowned. Anyway, that's too much. Yeah. I had a couple soccer players. Like, I know soccer players like numbers in the 40s. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know where. It must come from Europe. Like, the 40-degree thing for four minutes. That, that was like a trend in soccer. Oh, I di- I will say this. Forty for four. Yeah, um, good friend of the program, Mr. Mike Getz. <laughs> Mike is one of those individuals who wants to also go to the extreme. Really? He wants to. Mike is hell bent on proving that he is mentally tough and can interesting and can handle it like basically to the point where he he watches a lot of navy seal uh-huh. training stuff and so okay. he wanted to do what the navy seals do sure so he asked me if the quick answer is no you don't <laughs> so i allowed him when i supervised him and by himself mm-hmm. um 30 degrees okay for so, five minutes yeah i had to help him you like get out yeah. like it, yeah. and it's like one of those things where you have to like get out he walked we walked directly into the shower adjacent to our where our whirlpools uh-huh. are and you uh-huh. have to put it on cold water yeah and definitely and then, don't turn on hot yeah and so that's that's when 55 degrees feels warm that was i got a little nervous just being on the outside watching him like is this guy gonna pass out yeah you know, like, and he's only doing it to prove to himself that he can. Oh, of course. I didn't know he was one of those people. Oh, he loves watching the Navy SEAL stuff and Good reading for the him. books. And, like, he, I mean, I he, to the seen. point where he's gotten tased and he's gotten Interesting. Um, pepper sprayed just to prove that he can do it. Interesting. I never, you know what? I don't know him as well as you do. If he wasn't a, you know... A local a four <laughs> a four ninety four like season hitter in college baseball, he could have been a good Navy SEAL. Pretty level headed. Tough. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. So that's Oof. the coldest I've seen. I'll tell you what, I've met a lot of Navy SEALs in my life. All of them would have told him, you know what? You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So. We'll volunteer for that stuff. We volunteer so we can go fight people and be totally numb to everything else that's going on. Right? Yeah, it is. Man, it is a whole different mindset. Oh, my God. Good for him. Wowie. Okay. Zowie. Um, All right. Yeah, the good top five there. Yeah. Cold water. Cold. Who would have thought? We got so excited about cold stuff. Yeah. I'm better with cold tubs than I am ice bags. I'll just say that. I'm 100% okay with yeah. a cold tub. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. What what segment you want to do next? Um, FMK. FMK. This one is um, right from a listener, 
friend of the program, Tyler Martin, uh, texted me and said, hey, would you do a FMK hand sanitizers? Yeah. And he wants to do of course we will. wipes, foam, and gel. So this this one's for you, Tyler. This one's for you, Tyler. Do you <clears throat> you want to kick off receive for the second half? What do you want to do? Um, I'll kick off. Okay, I'll so, kick off. All right, so. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry the gel. Mm. I'm going to. This is kind of tough. <laughs> I'm going to F the wipes, and I'm going to kill the foam. And they're all for selfish reasons. Oh, that's those are the best ones. Yeah. So the gel, I feel like I get good coverage with the gel. I also feel like after I... Give that little glob in my hand, and I spread it around my fingers. I mean, it dries pretty quick. Like, it doesn't affect other things for very long. Oh, performance. Performance. The foam, oh, I'm, okay, I'll, I'll F the wipes because I think the wipes, you can get into the little nooks and crannies of your your fingernails sometimes. So I'm thinking of like a a hand sanitizer, but in in reality, I'm thinking about like your wet wipe. Correct. That you know when you you go to BW3s and you get some wings. I mean, moist towelette. Right? You need a moist towelette. Ta- a a towel. Um, yeah, that was that was from. Like, and so yeah, that's from that's a blast from the past. I think the towel works right. And I can get my my whole hand, but then every once in a while I get just in those those little nooks and crannies, and really satisfy my sanitizing needs. You got some fat, weird fetish I don't know about. No. Okay. Um, but the foam. <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm, this is why I'm killing the foam. Most of the time, and may, maybe I'm alone in this, but when I use like a hand sanitizing foam, and I'm like I rub it on my hands like. One, there's like this weird film that's like left over on my hand. And then two, I don't think like it doesn't like I feel like there's still foam. It's just spread apart all over my hands like it doesn't dry up. It's not it it feels like it's less probably alcohol based, right? That like once it hits the air, it doesn't dry as fast as the gel. And so it's just very yuck on my hands i don't know if anybody else feels that but that's what i feel so i'm gonna kill it because i don't want any yuck on my hands i went into this basically like being sexual about it no no like when when you first started i was kind of like all right what am i gonna do here i was like i think i'm gonna agree with you 100 percent, but at in, in the middle of it, I kind of changed my mind here. Of course you did. I, too, will marry the gel. All right. All right. I do think it is by far the best product of these three <laughs> here. 
<laughs> so oh. I'll, I'll marry the gel. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm going to flip the other two, though. Really? Okay. I was originally okay. going to F the wipes, but I think I'm going to kill the wipes. Because oh, man. it's just extra work. What? Now I got to tear open a package or like get it out of a, a container. Well, you said like the the individual moist towelettes. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, in like or the even little, take like it the out little, of the, Yeah, sure, take it out of like the container. The little, yeah. yeah, the container would be yep. a little bit better than ripping open a package sure. like a okay. condom package. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm effing it. <laughs> but <laughs> then I got to go throw it away. I got to find the garbage, make sure it doesn't and oh. Okay, what happens if you get the wipe the the container's been open too long? It or it's out. been the, the condom that's been sitting mm. in your pocket too long, and old, you open it up, the, and there, there's the old, no the moisture con, there. What the are you old, doing with the it? The old condom that's <laughs> yeah. been in your wallet since it's 1982. Just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing anything with it. Is that it. how Bennett was born? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I ended up with a kid once. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna kill the wipes, actually. Okay. I, I'll, I'll f the foam. <laughs> couple pumps in your hand good to go i think it's not as good a product as the gel um some somewhere yep somewhere i will tell you this pat miller's head is exploding why (laughs) why because you have talked about pumping You've talked about throwing away condoms. <laughs> you've, talked, yeah. you've talked about things drying up. I can't up. wait till my kid grows up and he starts listening to this. You say, what are you saying, oh, Dad? God damn. Um, the problem with foam is that sometimes you get one that's like, <laughs> yeah. like you said, it's a bad consistency. Yeah. I think a good foam, though, is a good product. But, but uh, like a, Have you like found some, a good foam? Yeah. Okay. A few well, of them. Next time you next time you use a good foam, I, I want I want a, a snap, I want an Instagram, a, I want a something. Foam, a foam and a hand sanitizer that's too watery though is hot garbage. I will agree <laughs> with you there. It's pretty bad. Yes. Um, All right. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. So you take your chances with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I might have to. You might you might you might be going home with a hot mess. Well, the thing <laughs> the thing is, these are all cleaners, so. <laughs> I don't know where oh, I'm going yes. with that. All right. God. Anyways, that's our FMK. That's awesome. Back, love- to, back to dirty candid athletic yeah. training. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like, like to know how you sick, twisted individuals would just, you know, what you would do with these things. So <laughs> let us know. Let us know what you would do with wipes, foam, and gel. Yeah. So. All you right. know what? Onda. Onda. <laughs> A lovely kids movie. You want to do our fictional <laughs> athletic trainer? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Um, well, before we get into this week, last week, let's wrap up um, our basic white, uh, our basic fall drinks. Our ch- our <laughs> I was going to say our basic were white gonna, girls. Were you going to say? white girl drinks. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Basic white bitch? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I was going to go there. Right? Yeah, of course. You stopped politically yourself, but you should not. Why is it politically incorrect? It's not politically incorrect. It's not candidly Own correct. it. That's fine. So first off, 91% of you call it hot chocolate, and only 9% of you call it hot cocoa. How about there, that? There was some people, there was some discussion about if you confuse chocolate and cocoa in the middle of it, uh, like you switch, you do like a half and half, <laughs> a, choco, a choco or a, a cocoate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that came up on Get the old social choco. media. <laughs> the old chocolate. The old choco. hot chocolate. Well, it's better hot, than the other hot way. Hot cocolate. 
No. Oh my nope, god. Not no wrong emphasis there. You know, wrong emphasis on the yeah. wrong syllable. Yeah. Oh my. But anyways, the moral of the story was 60% of the people thought that hot chocolate would make a better athletic trainer. Oh. 40% thought that apple cider. I actually think that's a pretty entertaining conversation. I enjoyed it. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. So. Oh god. So this week um, we're gonna do Shrek, the the main characters from the original Shrek movie. For no other reason other than that we were watching Game Show Network and one of the answers was Shrek and I was like, oh that'd be a fun fat. What were you watching Game Show Network at home? No, at school. It's oh. on all day. Interesting. It's, really? In fact, we've gotten to the point where I can recognize the repeats. Oh. And so I know most of the answers. On so these who's shows in now. who's in charge of the remote? Um. Don't call them out. Call call them out. Come on. You know, it's I would I would say it's either going to be Aaron or Kelly. Yeah. Whoever's I don't know. And it, the weird thing is sometimes I'm the early person and it's usually the first person there turns on the TV. I never okay. do. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyways, we usually have it on Game Show Network. Okay. Uh, America says is kind of like the fun one. I don't even know that one. It's a it's actually pretty good. The, the guy the, that's got to be newer, right? Newer, newer. Yeah. It's basically like they give you the first letter in the answers. Like they'll give you the top seven answers to a question, and they'll give you the first word, and you have to kind of figure out what the word, mm. like the top. It's, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Good old candid athletic training ideas. Yep. Okay. So, All right. So anyways, Shrek this week, we're going to just stick to Donkey. Donkey, <laughs> Shrek, Fiona, and if you want to throw throw Lord what Farquad? Farquad. Farquad? Lord Farquad. Yeah, Farquad. Like a far quad. quadricep. Yeah, Quadzilla quad. over here. <laughs> Quadzilla. He wins. Uh, uh all right. Who do you want to start with? Uh Shrek. Shrek, why wouldn't yeah. you? Um, uh, okay. He's an ogre. Yep. He's gonna piss off the athlete. He's gonna scare the athlete. I think okay. So. Deep down though, he's a he means well. Yeah. He's just got that rough exterior. Yeah. He's he's a misunderstood ogre. How about the bad breath? Well, only when he burps. You know, only when he wants to. I don't know if he has bad breath all the time. He what? probably yeah, we all wear masks right now, so no That's true. no <laughs> nothing matters. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, what skills is he bringing? Is he bringing So he was very, if, if you if you remember from the movie, he was very agile. Right, what, what he was very did, nimble. What year did the movie come out? I looked it All up. All right. Um, I want to see if you know this. Putting me on the spot here. I saw it in the theater. Me and my sister went to go see it in the theater. My older sister. Um, I was in high school. 99 to 2003. Uh, we're going to call it right in the middle. Uh, 2001. You've done it. Really? Yep. Nailed no it. No way. Nailed it. 2001. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's an old movie now. Yeah, 19 Jeez. years old. Holy cow. High school kids right now, are, like they don't even know what Shrek is. Not the original. Oh, man. They only saw Shrek 12. <laughs> um, I will. This is what I'll, t- I'll tell you. I was a high school kid going to see a kid's movie 
me and my my I think my sister was like a freshman in college or something, and she was like, "Hey, we should go see this movie," and went to go see it. We were cracking up laughing. I mean, loud laughing, and yeah, it's good. There were times. You know, the kids were, like, laughing at, like, the, the silly things because somebody farted or somebody burped. And then every once in a while, me and my sister were just, I mean, rolling, laughing. And it's all, it's still, it, to this day, has been, like, not inside jokes, but just kind of, like, little, every once in a while, me and my sister will quote the movie, and it's really funny. Um, okay, back to Shrek. If you remember, I mean, he's quite the athlete, for a for a hefty fellow, so I think I think he'd be really he's got a lot of strength physically, but then also has a lot of strength in the um, demonstration value of rehab. I think he does have that that sneaky capability of being the rough exterior, but like really caring. Mm-hmm. Um, athletic trainer to all of his athletes. Um, I also think he was underestimated in how resourceful he was. Right? So the guy lived on his own, kind of made his own little swamp area, made his own house. I mean, he figured everything out. I think he... A loner, loner personality, rec- yeah, recluded... Which, which required him secluded, to figure recluded, out secluded. how to solve problems for himself for the most part. But at the same time, he was able to transfer that to solving problems for his future bride and not only that, his annoying little sidekick, Donkey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You got anything? No, I think you did a pretty good job. I, I, I don't see any, like, super skills. Um, I do think personality wise, he's just going to be, it's going to take a while for the athletes to warm up to him, but eventually, you know, he's going to do the right thing. So like you said, um, okay, let's, let's go to donkey here, man, talker, a talker, 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 talker. Now I will say hilarious talker, Mm -hmm. super hilarious. Um, also very endearing, um, when he can't feel his toes and then he realizes that he doesn't have any toes. That is one of the moments that I cracked up laughing in a movie. Um, good energy, great energy. Uh, I think easily, I mean, people fall in love with him and he's not, he's just being himself. And meaning a dragon falls in love with him and he's just being himself. Um, I think we can translate that to easily gets people to get into his inner circle without even trying. How about this question? Yeah. Can you, as an athletic trainer, be so annoying that you get your athletes to do something? Because that's what he does. Oh, God. Yeah, right. He does. Can you be so annoying that the athletes fi- say finally go, okay, you know what? I'll just, I'll do your stupid rehab Good exercises. Call. He's um, persistent. Yep. <laughs> very, very persistent. Uh, is he clever? 
Is he smart or is he not? His feelings get hurt a little bit yeah. easy. Yeah, they do. They do. But I think he's – I mean, he's clearly yeah. – but he's also – I mean, he's a high-energy guy that, like, is a pretty tough cookie in the idea that, you know, he survived on his own for a while. You know, he tends to be the the scary – But he, lat- he latched on to, you know, the big, strong ogre. Yeah. He's more of a sidekick. Yeah. He is a sidekick. He's He is a sidekick. Okay. All right. Fiona. Princess Fiona. Princess Fiona. Well, a clearly identity crisis. Oh, yeah. Right? And a little so, insecure. A little insecure. Maybe a young athletic trainer um, that blossoms into a very comfortable athletic trainer that has all the capabilities of being the best athletic trainer. And I think just needs somebody to push her to do it and sometimes that's uh, i don't know meaning like sometimes it's like learning that you're not the best at what you're doing or sometimes it's learning that you are not as qualified maybe as as you thought you were to be a princess and you're more qualified to be an athletic trainer slash ogre and you need to do the dirty work in order to be really good at what you do in life. So I see her as the first year AT that coming out of school thought it was going to go one way and is quickly learning that it's mm. not going to go that way. Yeah. And needs to adjust. Or maybe now she is like taught and groomed to be eloquent. Eloquent. Yeah. But can roll up the sleeves and do the dirty work too, which yeah. I think is a, a good quality. Yeah. It's true. Um, phased. She's phased of like the different aspects. I think maybe the athletic young athletic trainer that thinks they're going to change the world gets a little um, disappointed. The, the idea that it's really hard to change the entire world as an athletic trainer. Yeah. And maybe you really just have to focus on one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And that first person is yourself. Yeah. You got to look in the mirror and you got to say, gosh, darn it. I like myself. People, People like, like me. me. <laughs> I knew um, where you were going with that. I forgot. <laughs> I spudged it up. My bad. That's fine. Um, um, also good at, yeah. you know, being secluded and like, on you know, she had to learn to be on her own. She was locked up in the whatever. Yeah. It's true. Tower for a little bit. She never so. made friends with that dragon, though. No. All right. Lord. Farquad. Yeah, yeah. The Quadzilla. He's got no, he has zero, zero Man. personality traits that could be an athletic trainer. Well, he likes to give orders. Oh. And right? how did, he, how well does that go as an athletic trainer when you start just barking out orders? Well, I think in the rehab setting it's necessary. Yeah. Look, do this, do this, do this, do this. Sure. If you, if you know what you're talking about, if you've earned their trust, you do need to tell them, "Hey, yeah. here's what you're doing today." Yeah, but he he gives out he gives out orders without earning trust all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What Self, about self-centered I, is not good. I got one for you. Yeah. What about the gingerbread man? Oh gosh, that voice! <laughs> Not my gun drop buttons. 
I mean, oh no. Oh, my God. It's so uh, hilarious. I, are there, I mean, I can't even think of all the, the other Muffin little... Man? The Muffin Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to watch that movie soon. Yeah, it's, I'm going to watch it again, too. Oh, all right. God. Donkey. Donkey. All right. Uh, okay. You, we got our four. We didn't get much out of Far Quad. Ah, whatever. Because Far Quad. Quad. He's, he's a, he is what he is. All right. Is. So basically we're choosing between Donkey, Fiona, and Shrek. Who, who are you yeah. going with? I got Fiona. I'm playing the long game. Yeah, that's what I was, I was choosing her too. Yeah. So we both say Fiona. Yeah. But we will obviously, as we always do, put it up on candidate underscore ATC, which is our social media. It's the latest we've ever gone into a show without mentioning it. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. So I guarantee you that I've been through seven shows without mentioning it. Yeah. So we will let you decide which character from Shrek would make the best fictional athletic trainer. Good call. So. All right, friend or foe. Friend Real or quick, foe. Yeah. We got. Uh, well, last week we did floss bands. Yeah. Um, just Boobies. to wrap that up, sixty-one percent of you said. Uh, Friend, 39% of you said foe. This week. I'm very curious on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we both Keep said, going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about sling packs. Sling it. Not the fanny pack, but the sling. The over the shoulder, on the diagonal <laughs> pack. <laughs> okay. I think, I think they're an awkward, awkward, awkward friend. It's like the awkward friend that you like. If you're seen okay. with them, you're kind of like. So they're still a friend. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not really like a bad person. Okay. But you don't want to be seen with them in public too much because they're like, "What are you doing with that? <laughs> don't you got? Can't you hang around with someone like a little bit more normal?" Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. It's just all the spillage. All right. They're like the one that's like dropping stuff or knocking things over in the store. They're just your awkward. They're the your most awkward friend. Yeah, the sling pack is. Okay. But it's still a friend. It's still a good person. Oh, I, it's still a friend. You're yeah, not, you're not answering the question. Friend, <laughs> <laughs> awkward, <laughs> awkward friend. All right, I'm going foe. Oh, good. And my number one reason is because of the. Like, in order to access your sling pack, everybody, you know, it's it it's across the front of you, and it's the the actual packs on your back. In order to access it, you have to shift it to the front of you. Spin it. You gotta spin, spin it. You gotta, and so you're either going like. You're an '80s metal band guitarist, like slinging it around you. Or you're like carefully trying to not mess up your pack because I agree with you. The moment you open it, those sling packs are always just messy. Yeah. I think the traditional fanny pack, I think you, it's just, it's just always in the back, you know? I mean, you might be a front fanny pack person. Eh, That's fine. But like if it's, (laughs) if it's actually on your back, you know, You've gotten so comfortable with it that you can you can find things without even you don't need to see anything, you know you don't need to could spin you, it to the front. Could you close your eyes and go into your fanny pack? 
let's see, I, I, I mean, I, I can count on my hand the amount of times I've worn a fanny pack. So the answer would be no. Okay. But if that was my go-to, yes, absolutely. I, I promise you I could have, I mean, say, closed my eyes and opened the right drawer and gone into my bench kit and, like, this is where this is. Totally. But that sling pack, I feel like the point of it is it's not a fanny pack. And that's the only point. It's not any better suited for athletic trainers. It's not any more convenient. I think it's only more inconvenient. And that's the only reason it exists. exists. And so, therefore, I'm going for faux. Okay. That's fair. Also, fanny packs are apparently cool now. I don't know. They're back. They're Vogue. Like, hardcore back. Well, yeah, I've I've seen... We have a couple athletes wearing them around. Yeah. I don't don't know. I guess we need to get a fanny pack with a a thumb on it. No. I I tried messing around with one of those thigh pack, like those those Lara Craft... Yeah, like, well, like you had, a, like you had a six shooter on your yeah. thigh. Yeah, like <laughs> I tried that for like a hot draw. I'm like, nah, not gonna work for me. Interesting. It was too fast. Ran right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, good for you. All right, we got a fun, a fun feature topic. I don't know where we're gonna go with it, but let's try it. All right. Kevin, when is enough? Enough is enough. When is it enough? Enough is enough. How many injuries until you tell somebody you really shouldn't be doing this anymore? So you brought this topic up. Yep. And so there's not an answer, right? There's not a there's not a real answer. Um, I th- well, eh, debatable. Okay, that's what we'll do. Um, I think. Where my head originally went, in my setting, I get a lot of the, like, I'm, they're 46 years old, they're still playing uh, tennis, or they're still golfing, they're still playing softball, they're still, they they still want to be active, they still want to run marathons, Um, and I can't tell you how many times... One of my patients has come in, and they they were like, "Yeah, I went to go see my my orthopedic surgeon or my ortho and or my doctor, and they basically just looked at me and said, "Hey, you're 46. Maybe it's time to stop playing tennis." Um, or even like PTs that have come out and said, "Hey, like you know, you're just getting old, and so therefore like." You're going to go through these pains and you probably just need to like stop playing uh, pickleball or what. I mean, like there are so many examples of that. And when you brought up this topic, that's the only I get so irritated that we've definitely created a healthcare world that, hey, doc, like it really hurts when. I play golf 
And then the doc says, well, why don't you just not play golf? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Right? And, like, it's it's kind of like it's like a funny joke. But at the same time, we also have examples across the world and particularly, like, even, like, in your own backyard of, like, I treat a patient that's 78 years old and still every year does the senior Olympics for triple jump, high jump, and then he usually picks like, hey, I'm going to do the 100-meter dash this year or I'm going to do 200-meter dash this year or maybe we'll do a relay because me and my buddies want to do it. And I'm like, well, one, life goals, but then two, and now granted – this guy's body's kind of, like, he's really fit, but he's gone through some stuff. And I think the unfortunate thing is he just, he wasn't getting proper care early in his life. But at the same time, like, our bodies are not meant to just keep deteriorating, right? Well, I think they're built to deteriorate at some point, yeah. I don't think we have even scratched the surface of, like, living daily life including going for a run playing a game of baseball playing it like going for like you know if you like golfing if you like skiing uh, whether that's downhill on the snow or uh, in the water like i don't think it's okay to just be like you know what maybe you just shouldn't do this anymore because in reality you are just not equipped to do this now, here's where I think the debate gets saucy. <laughs> You're a 20-year-old soccer player, and you've torn your ACL for the fifth time. Like, and you've, like, you've seen more surgical rooms than you have, like, been on the field. And I think... I think that's a real conversation that a lot of athletic trainers need to have with athletes or like in that, you know, do you want to keep going through this same song and dance or do you want to just start focusing on something else? You know, it doesn't mean you have to stop being an athlete just because your entire life you've been the best soccer player in your group of humans that you're around well, maybe you can be the best, I don't know, cross-country skier amongst your group of humans that you're around. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm a sarcastic a-hole. I have said... I'm not at all. <laughs> I have, I've, I've said the whole, sports are not for everyone. It's kind of a catchphrase of mine that I just, I True jokingly though. say to my coworkers... Behind the athlete's back. I would never say that to an Well, yes, I have said it to an athlete, but jokingly. Sports are not for everyone. But I think a part of me believes it. And that there is a point where, look, you are wasting your time. No offense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, I've had the, soccer, the college soccer player with – a fifth ACL tear. And I'm going, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like there is more to life than sports. You want to be able to walk when you have kids. Mm -hmm. You don't want 
arthritis or a total knee replacement. When you're 42. Yeah. Yeah. Like perspective. Like, okay, I know when you are younger, sports seem like the only thing in your life, the biggest part of your life. Here's a, here's a newsflash. It's not going to be that way forever. Nope. So, and this came to me because we had a, a, an athlete, a track athlete, who just pulled their hamstring for the fourth time. And I'm, and I'm like, what's, what's going to be the change here? What are we going to do differently the fourth rehab that we didn't do the first three rehabs? Don't know. <laughs> you know, like, okay, maybe shame on us. And maybe shame on me for being negative here because our job is to help the athlete. And if that's ultimately what the athlete wants to do, um, I would, again, I've never told an athlete no. I might have said, okay, you have to wait for something or whatever. But if an athlete really wants to continue, I'm going to I'm gonna help them. But deep down, I'm going, this is a waste of everyone's time. Well, and I think, and so you're dealing with, so we've we've been approached a couple times about like hey like you know there's a lot of high school athletic trainers out there that um, maybe don't really know the the college setting know mm-hmm. the professional setting and then clearly like we'd love you to talk about you know as a high school athletic trainer what would you do in this situation I think on my setting that I was in when in the professional ranks I mean that was a real there were times when guys were at the end of the career and it was just, this was now the third surgery that they've had on their shoulder. And it just kind of was time to like call it quits. Mm -hmm. Then there were also the guys that they came back and they just, it just never was. So in that professional world, there's the, there's a difference between being 97% and 98%. Yeah. You're just and, hanging on, yeah, to be around and be involved, yeah. or maybe it's one and last I, contract or what, whatever it is. Yep. And I think then in your world, there is the, I just I love playing soccer, I love running track, and I'm not re- I'm not necessarily I'm not an Olympic athlete, but I don't want to give this up because it's also part of what's getting me an education. There's it's also part of. Um, it's your it's identity. Been my, yeah. It's yeah. been my identity for a really long time. How do I give that up? I haven't necessarily made a bunch of money or anything off of it. But then you think about the high school kid that has torn their ACL twice, say. They tore it their freshman year. They also tore it their sophomore year playing basketball. Do you have a conversation with that athlete and say, listen, maybe basketball is not your thing. Or do you have a conversation with somebody that's that young and say, no, there's always a path that can get you physically right so that you are at the best place possible so that you are at the most optimal spot to not tear your ACL. Yeah. I don't know. Well, think about let's let's, that's we're just talking the orthopedic injuries. Yeah. What about what about concussions? Oh, 
Jesus. How many concussions is too oh, many concussions? Jesus. You know, like that's another whole can of worms. Yeah. Like we there's used to a know, point. Right? There's a point where it's like, no, you are disqualified. <laughs> you shouldn't. You're not safe. Yeah. Like yeah. there's got to be. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, I think there are. There's many organizations, or I should say, um, state. Oh, I guess it would be an organization, right? Like, you know, the Wisconsin uh, WISA, right? Like Wisconsin Inner whatever. The WIA? WIA, not WISA, WIA. Yeah. Um, like, I think there is like a, a limit of diagnosed yeah. concussions in a contact sport that you can continue to compete. And I think it's great that we are paying attention to it more. The only thing I don't like about it is there is, I mean, everybody is different in the severity of the concussion and everybody's different in their symptoms and like how they respond from it, blah, blah, blah. But I, I do appreciate that, you know, if you have three in one year, you're not allowed to compete. Yeah. Like you're done. Like if you have three, you're done. I don't care if you are symptom free after seven days each time you are done for the year. Um, and that's, you know, I think sometimes we do have to protect people from themselves. Um, Which is a really good, that's a really good question. I mean, like, you know what? Honestly, if I loved track, because I did when I was in high school, and I would have torn my hamstring three times, but I every time I came back, I was I was successful, and I could compete, and I could be with my, my friends, and I could have a good time, and then be lucky enough to like run at a division one level i wanted to do that but at the same time if and i still pay the price for like having i had two significant hamstring strains and i still every once in a while know exactly where i had that hamstring strain yeah and Every once in a while, it does flare up on me, and I know that it is it is led to a couple other things in my body that, like, hey, my back's a little off, like, my this or that. Like, I, I know it has led to that. Um, but I definitely am okay with that those choices I made. Now, I you make a great point psychologically and, I mean, neurologically – like that's that's a that's a very loaded question. Well, too. I think I think emotionally, Ooh, we all love the comeback, and that's why we do this job. Is those challenging cases? We want to help people, and we get emotional sometimes when we see those long-term rehabs, and that one that the people that have gone through the most make it back. Yeah, and that's like some of the most rewarding aspects of the job the moments of the job but not everyone not everyone's equipped to do that i don't know there well and maybe there's as there's just a fine as, line maybe uh, there's just as many like success stories of my athletic trainer told me or like said hey like if you would like to you know when you're 45 be able to run around the bases with your kids, you need to really start thinking about the idea yeah. that you have two ACL tears before the, before the age of 19. Yeah. I mean, and that that's, that's real. And I think 
It's a real thing that a lot of athletic trainers maybe luckily don't have to deal with, but then I'm sure a few have had to deal with and have had it in the back of their head. Is that the toughest part of the job is to tell an athlete they're done? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Yeah. I mean, it is, right? How many of us dread the idea of telling an athlete the results of an MRI or being like, even you get a positive Lachman's and you, there is a five second window in your head of like, I really wish I really did. I didn't have to tell them that their ACL is torn or they ask like, what does that mean? And you have to say, you know what? I'm getting a lot of laxity in your knee, but let's wait for the doctor to look at it. And then let's wait for the MRI and, yeah. Yeah, I'm going through this. that right now with a, a pitcher, a labor, a fifth year transfer, and like, oh god, this is probably his last go around, and yeah, I think he's got a torn labrum, and it's mm-hmm. like, all right, we gotta get this looked at. Sorry, man. Yeah, I hate to be the bearer of the bad news, but this is what's going on. You know, and it's like, how do you do it? That's very, and we're in October, and if you have a torn labrum, there is no, that's not a very positive outcome for March. Like it's nope. not, it's not necessarily saying, no, we got time. We got time. Everything's good. Labrums don't really heal like that. No. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Did we answer the question? When, when is enough enough? I think it's obviously case dependent. Oh God. So. Oh, it's just what we were thinking about. Yeah. I think it would, it's a, a interesting conversation. Yeah. And I think it's also, um, a good conversation to have with your peers. It's a good conversation to have with your supervisors. It's a good conversation to have with your mentors and really try to um, be prepared for some of those conversations. For sure. Yeah. Close it up. Yes, sir. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. Well, you've been listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. <laughs> you can find us at CandidAthleticTraining.com, Candid underscore ATC, and CandidAthleticTraining at gmail.com. How did, what did you think about that voice? I liked it. It reminded <laughs> me of something that John Axenwald would have done. Radio <laughs> well, announcer voice. There you go. Exactly. So Maybe that's where I got it. I have no idea. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. I know Kevin and I have been having discussions away from the microphones about our next steps and what we want to do to improve our little community here. So hopefully coming up, we will have some major announcements for you and some Absolutely. fun things. Uh, just stay with us. We know um, we know you want more. We want to give you more. Just uh, give us some time to sort it all out here. In the meantime, head over to CandidAthleticTraining.com. Get yourself a freaking hoodie. Um, it's cold outside. And you Did need mine something. come? Not yet. Is it even just, geez, God, I ordered just, it this week. Calm I'm, down, I'm man. Waiting. Calm I'm, down. No, no. Jeez. Let's get those Holy things. cow. I'm the only one. I think I might be the only one in existence that's wearing one around around town, and I love it. It's nice and soft, and it's comfy, and it's warm. So, uh, yeah, head over to CandidAthleticTraining.com. Buy yourself some stuff. Please, also, um, we've gotten a couple pictures about some stickers, and we want to see where you're putting your stickers. A lot of people have ordered them. I want to see where they're placed, and let's share the love that is Canada Athletic Training. 
Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.